everybody and welcome back to the church of iron worship as always i'm the host i'm the crypt keeper and you are listening and i thank you for it thank you very much for being gathered here today to celebrate and worship the iron and the sabbath on sabbath sunday the best day of the week when we hang out with the lifting dead army talk a little shit listen to a little great shit in the form of black sabbath and uh Field some questions, man. We take questions from the audience. The um, Sabbath Sunday solo cast was the beginning of this when it was just me basically talking shit about Black Sabbath, which I still do. And thank you for listening to it. Uh, just to myself without the lifting that army and just putting it out. And then it became like kind of this patron thing that we do to build up our community so you can join the Sabbath Sunday church slash podcast. The only church we advertise where you can show up high and naked and we'll like you more for it so come on in we want you but as i was saying if you're too shy to come and hang out uh you can always write us in questions uh when i started doing this as like the solo cast people message me questions all the time whether it's health fitness related black sabbath related anything doesn't matter coffee which we always drink during this, those of you on Zoom can see my awesome blood mug that we have in stock on deathcomeslifting.com, and I'm drinking some catfight coffee, low-key. Check them out, too. Alice Cooper blend. Mm-mm. Welcome to my nightmare, Lifting Dead Army. Let's see who's brave enough to join in on the action today. I think I like how it's been a boys uh, chat. It's this. It's the Joe Smith and the Adam Gorax of the world, the two most loyal companions. And uh, let's see what they have to say. I'm just now. Now I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna leave. I know this is just trouble always. I, I like. What's up? What's up, everybody? What? Hi. Hey, man. Nice. <laughs> Nice wearing, the, nice wearing the Master of Iron baseball tee. I'm glad that fits you and shows off your nicely sculpted vegan body, Joe Smith. Hell, yeah. We are. These, these bad boys here, my shrugging muscles, are really, uh, are really uh, ripping today after doing all those farmer carries yesterday. Oh, dude. Hell, yeah. Uh, they're the best. <laughs> you know what? I used to talk terrible terrible shit about him and i don't know why now because like now i just want to carry heavy shit through the park across the street so everybody thinks i'm a fucking weirdo right go through phases man have you ever do you walk around the neighborhood just carrying shit yeah 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 i do the same thing everyone thinks i'm a psychopath which they're not wrong and they're probably not wrong either so we'll we'll take it I've had plenty of people. Uh, I've had a couple of neighbors. They're the stoners who are usually out at like four thirty in the morning. I'm staying up all night, asking me like, "What's in the bag? Or what's in the bucket?" <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah, they're 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 kind of my own little uh, my own little cheering squad. Some mornings when I'm doing uh, uh, lap workouts around the block, so <laughs> they're probably still awake while you're waking up. So, no, fun. they are. I've, yeah, they are. I've, I've chatted with them before. They're, they're just up all night and they're getting ripped on the front porch still at four in the morning. And I'm out there carrying 80 pound buckets of sand and gravel. That's what I'm talking about, man. I'd, uh, I'd much rather do a wake and bake session, stay up till four doing that. I think that gets a little weird, but uh, the good for them. Good for them. On Saturday, yeah. hey. they're loud. 
and we're allowed to. Yeah, for sure. They do it almost every day. <laughs> God bless them. Adam Gorak, you look like Captain Spalding down there. The Aussie, the Aussie Captain Spalding. Yes, you're the Aussie Captain Spalding. <laughs> How you guys going? It's going good, dude. How are you, man? Pretty good, man. On to our third week of lockdown. What, when are you out of lockdown? Do they tell you? No. No, they extend it for another two weeks. Do you need more workouts, man? Um, doing your kettlebell? Nah, your kettlebell? That, that, that one that you gave me was a killer. <laughs> yeah, that's like the gold standard like kettlebell workout. Yeah, I've never done those... Um, what was it? The get ups or whatever it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, just those are hard. <laughs> they're the hardest. They're probably the hardest exercise to do, in my opinion. Or like the uh, yeah, that's the true test of strength. Like it doesn't matter how much you can squat or deadlift or bench press. Like doing a heavy Turkish get up is fucking impressive, and you are strong. Yeah, you know? I was doing it with like twelve kilos. I- kettlebells that i have yeah they're tough and um he, it's it's fucking hard because it's more it's more core based or something like that isn't it well like works on your core heaps but um sure yeah i've been i've been just doing like heaps of like um like tabata full body like kettlebell workouts lately for about 20 minutes 24 minutes at least yeah well you're good three times a week use this time to get jacked man that's what we'll, that's what yeah. we'll keep doing Turkish get-ups and kettlebell swings and Tabata for cardio. And that's yeah, it. man. And then, um, yeah, I did like maybe like three or four days of that. And then like I'll spend like 10 minutes doing like mobility stretching. Good. Well, I'm going to make stuff. you do more now that I know you only do 10 minutes of mobility stretching. We'll be in, we'll talk after this podcast. Yeah, that's fine <laughs> by me, man. Yeah, I got, I got nothing to do, man. I got nothing to do but from cooking and playing guitar. All right, man. Well, <laughs> don't, you you asked for it. You're getting a, a yoga stretching mobility routine updated from me personally very soon, and I'm looking forward to it, man. Are you allowed out of your out of your house or apartment or whatever? Or are they like strict as well? Um, yes, but only for like essential things. You can go out for exercises. But it has to be like 10Ks around your area. Do they have so like you can't really leave? I can't place. really leave out. I can't leave out like like out of my town yeah. to go somewhere. Like I have to be around my my area. I was basically but, just wondering if you could get outside and work out because that's so probably oh yeah. I, I got like a private car park space at the back of my apartment. Oh hell yeah, man. So you go outside and do it? Yeah. Well, in my on my porch, yeah, veranda. Watch all the oldies watch me work out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Presenting down there. Ah. Well, did you? Um, and this is for everybody listening too. If anybody gets the uh, inclination to try Turkish get-ups after our conversation, uh, make sure you look up a video of the proper form. Did you do that? I did that. <laughs> because no matter how great of a trainer you are or you think you are, you can't explain that shit over text. You have to look up a, a proper video. So everybody do that. Do that. Joke Mine are very, uh, very robotic in nature. Uh, that's very much like one, two. <laughs> yeah. 
But it's like, yeah. yeah, once you sent me that that uh, that workout, like a, I think it was like 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever it was, I'm like, fuck, man, I can't get to sleep. I will check this shit out. I'm like, fuck, dude, what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> <laughs> stronger down there, bro. I say, it, I say it all the time when I look at the workouts that Zach has me do. The fuck is a flea hop? Oh, okay. That's terrible. <laughs> it's great, dude. You, I bet you're good at the. Oh, it pays awesome. off at the end. It all pays off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I sure. have the most fun with Joe, though, because he's like basically Batman. So I'm like programming all these like crazy <laughs> functional strength movements and jumps and animal crawls and, you know, hanging stuff. It's. It's the best, dude. It's the it's the coolest shit, and I love doing that too. So I, I kind of try to do it with them. So I I've, I, I've, I know what uh, torture I'm putting you through. I've started doing certain days where I go on what I refer to now as wild runs, <laughs> where I start and I will be running, and then if I see some sort of strange like object that I can crawl under or like crawl over in some sort of bizarre and animalistic way. I just kind of stop and start up on all fours, like a weird horse human. That's awesome, dude. I mean, <laughs> people have to think, I, if people see me out running, I, they have to think that I'm a, just an absolutely insane person. Absolutely. But, but I feel like they already probably thought that if they saw you anyway. So like, what's the difference? Yeah, for sure. I feel, I feel but like, when they see me out running, at least I'm an insane person in uh, super, super tight shorts. So. Yeah, and at least you're, you're clearly on a mission, so you're not going to stop and harm them. I think they're okay. I think they feel yeah, like, true. Uh, you know, you're dead in. But um, I think I posted about this guy, or I've at least talked to you about this guy. Um, his name is The Bioneer on Instagram and, and YouTube and stuff. He's like a I have something on the Patreon page I posted about, I think I posted about it yesterday and it was like a list of functional movements from his website. And he has, I'll send it to you. He has this great video out uh, about using your environment, like to your advantage and to like gain functional strength and movement. It was exactly that. Like there's video of him, like jumping on like a fence and like crawling on it, like a fucking raccoon. And then he like barrel <laughs> rolls off and does burpees and just like, does that kind of shit all the time and it's really it's really fascinating yes bike racks are no longer just for storing bikes for me they are a, a piece of equipment that is in my way that i have to get over no shit that's what i'm talking about so see that adam gorak in lockdown no excuses you can crawl on your walls like spider-man you can hang, <laughs> hang from your deck and do pull-ups Joe, you're inspired me, but <laughs> gotcha. Well, I'm glad that Thanks, I can. Thanks, bro. Say, yeah, you're welcome. I just kind of do some, go out and do some weird shit within 10k of your house. Just don't get in trouble. We need to hang out soon. <laughs> yeah, we need to hang out. This will be a, that will be a dangerous meeting in the flesh if the, if this trifecta got together in Australia. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> it will be soon. Come Wait, down. Great. Bon Scott, we were just celebrating his birthday. Was that early this week? Maybe. Yeah, that was like last week or something yeah, like that. Really. Would have been like 70 something. Yeah, you're probably still celebrating it down there, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on, dude. We celebrate it every day here. Every, no. day, every day is Bon Scott's birthday. That's the ACDC every day, bro. Come on. Only Bon Scott you. How often is ACDC played in Australia? Like, is it like. It's rare now, man. It, they they're fucking huge in Europe. Really? 
So you guys, yeah, just, you guys really not have like a tremendous sense of like ACDC pride. We do have cover bands here. And some of the cover ACD cover bands are pretty good. What are their names? I'm always interested in big band cover oh, names. Oh man. I would have to have on. Like is one or... of them is one of them Thunderstruck? I mean it better be. Black or something. <laughs> I'll have a quick look for you guys. Please up the be. current situation of the Australian ACDC cover bands, because that's what people listen to this fucking. This is this is all that I live for. I, <laughs> I mean, like weird names of cover bands. Oh well, what was that one right. dumb? Oh, go ahead. So okay, there's a um, there's one called the Ultimate ACDC Experience Livewire. That ACDC. ACDC tribute band. Livewire. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Right. I know there's a I know there's a um a KISS one from Melbourne, I think there is. I think. And they're actually pretty good too. They're, they're better. Actually sound they actually sound better than the real KISS band, but you know what I mean. Hey man. The only the only KISS cover. Yeah, <laughs> the only Kiss cover band I support is Mini Kiss. Mini Kiss rules. Yeah, yeah, Mini Kiss rules. They were here a few years ago, and I missed the show, and they were actually playing with Max Sabbath. Oh no I was, way! Going to bring up Max Sabbath, being is that it's I love Max Sabbath. Yeah, and I, I I didn't take the opportunity to go to the show at the time, and I'm really disappointed in myself now. Damn, damn, that would have been rad. They're going on tour. They they announced a big tour. I, I they're coming here. That's why I knew that. Um, Who uh, Max Sabbath? Max Sabbath. Yeah, they they have like a huge run coming up. So it might be your chance for redemption. I wouldn't I be surprised. Like, yeah. I like to see Zach Sabbath open up for Max Sabbath. That'd be pretty cool. See like two Sabbath bands opening up for each playing in the same stage. Dude, Zach Sabbath. <laughs> Zach Sabbath fucking rules. Like, yes, I agree too. Ridiculously hard. So I think it was 2019. Maiden was playing here at the arena in Pittsburgh on the same yeah. day that Zach Sabbath was playing at a club downtown. <sighs> and he knew like it was announced the mo- like that morning. Like I guess Zach saw that Iron Maiden was playing that night and he was like, fuck that. I'm playing at three <laughs> o'clock. So he played a matinee at three o'clock <laughs> so, so people could go to both. And I swear to God, every metal head in Pittsburgh was at that show and then went to Iron Maiden. And That's was, so smart of him to do that. Yeah, it was so insane. And like any doubt that like people would show up at three o'clock on a weekday to like see a heavy metal band, the place was sold out and Zach Sabbath fucking ruled. He like, well, there's a company. He walked up from the stage onto the balcony and like hung upside down and was playing like solos and shit. It was crazy. It blew my fucking mind. I had no idea the power of, of Zach Sabbath. Yeah. And they were supposed to play in Australia, I think, last year. Then obviously with COVID happening, yeah, canceled yeah. it. Yeah, but cool. hopefully they can reschedule. Yeah, that'd be great, man. I would, I would be down. I would go see them in Australia with you. Oh man, dude! I'll buy you. A, I'll buy you a plane ticket, bro. <laughs> I'll buy you a plane ticket, sir. I think that's pretty. No, you can just come along, man. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll just pack me in your bag. I can fold myself pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I guess we should actually talk about Black Sabbath. Did anybody listen to the end of the end, the concert, the last, the final hurrah? Did you check it out, Joe? I know you were there live. I started. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I started yeah. it. I started it and listened yeah. to it the little bit this morning, just kind of off and on. But uh, we've we've heard how I feel about Ozzy, and his voice was especially melty in this uh, episode or yeah. episode. Um, yes, uh, on this album, he, he really did to me sound like he was just going to melt into the stage, and like that would be the end of Ozzy. I, but that, we, I think that's kind of what they were going for. Sure. Yeah. Which is understandable. I mean, it's the end, you know, this is what they're, you know, this is what you got to do. But, uh, you know, I, I, I jumped around and listened to a few songs that, uh, that I, I cherry picked a few and didn't give it the whole thing, but I, I didn't feel like I was missing a whole lot. I understood. And that, that, especially with a live album of this length, like it's like almost two hours. And, uh, at this point in their career, I kind of just like to cherry pick the good ones as well. You know, the, the songs you want to hear. But uh, it's a good set list, you know. It's their last show ever, so there there is that, which is cool that they capture their like last moments as a band playing ever. Uh, Ozzy by this point in the tour, being as it's the last show of like probably a three year long tour, yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound the best. But uh, you know, I I listen to it more for the music anyway, and I then the band sounds fucking great. Iomi and Geezer sound fucking great. The um. The old songs sound heavy, kind of revitalized a little bit. Behind the Wall of Sleep into basically a nib, that whole NIB, that whole uh, early first album section feels great. I think Ozzy's comfortable there. And that's a, a reason why they, uh, if you notice on the set list, they do Supernaut, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, and Megalomania in one song as like an instrumental jam. Because... Um, Iomi said that just because Ozzy can't sing that high anymore and all those like late 70s albums like Sabotage and uh, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, um, they're really like highly uh, sung songs versus like the early, early stuff that's really doomy. So Ozzy can't pull that off anymore. So they just instrumentally jam them. So you're not, you're not wrong with your, with, with your spite against the Oz man on this one. But uh, <laughs> he seems like he had a good time. The videos are awesome. If you watch any of the videos, they look like they're having fun. And it's a sold-out arena in their hometown. It's their last show. It's good energy. I uh, would hardly yeah. ever recommend anybody just, uh, you know, picking up the whole thing, listening to it for, like, their first Sabbath experience or anything like that. It's not that remarkable. But it is fucking awesome to, that they captured that. And Gorak, yeah, and hold up to you. Sorry not to cut you off, Jason. You're good. And, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I thought the band sounded so tight. Like they, they're really, really good, like playing as a band for the band very last band. time. I was just looking at the set list um, from the one that I went to in Sydney in April in 2016. It's okay. totally different. Totally different. All right, let's hear it. What, what was your set list? Do you have right. a Um, I'm on Google looking at it right now. Oh, great. So, um, well, right. so they set off a Black Sabbath, followed by Fairy's Red Boots, then after, uh, after Forever, Into the Void, Snowblind, Wall Pigs, Behind the Wall of Sleep, NIB, Hand of Doom, Rat Salad, Iron Man, Dirty Women, Children of the Grave, and then finished off Paranoid. That was the one you saw? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it was. 
The, uh, it's a, a slight change. Slight change. There's more on this one then, right? Yeah. Because they did the Megalomania Supernaut Jam. Uh, they do. Do you have a drum solo? Yeah, that was after the Rat Salad. Rat Salad, yeah. And they did Under good, the Sun from good Volume song. 4, which was cool. I, mean, I like to see that they did Under the Sun from Volume 4 and even After Forever from Master of Reality. That's a song that I wouldn't think they would pick to play. Uh, that's like my favorite song live off that whole set list <laughs> yeah man that's that was really cool it sounded really cool and and heavy and interesting and that's not one i would think they would include on their final tour uh set list you know because and putting in um hand of doom in the set list as well and well, that's great. such a great song too opening with um the classic classic opener if it's their last tour i feel like you have to do Black Sabbath. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. It Okay, then here's what I'm looking for. I was looking for the tour before this, which was the 13 tour. So they yeah. toured in 2014 when the album came out. Um, and then they toured again that was under the end, you know, the, yeah. their final tour. So the tour right before that, they basically played the same set list. Uh, War, but they, they opened with War Pigs, Into the Void, Snowblind, Age of Reason, that's from 13. Then they played Sabbath, Behind the Wall of Sleep, NIB, Barry's Wear Boots, Rat Salad, Iron Man, God is Dead, again from 13. And Children of the Grave and Paranoid. Interesting. So they put two songs from 13 on their 13 tour. But other than that, they kept the set list pretty tight. They keep it pretty the same. I guess they know what goes over well and what doesn't, but... I'd love to hear some deep cuts, you know, maybe that's just the, the huge Sabbath nerd fan in me, but I think, you know, at this point in their career, they can afford to do that a little bit. Yeah. But, but other than that, it was great. Even like the first time when I saw them in 2013, they were, they were pretty good too. I'm sure, dude. Yeah. Just keep, just keep rubbing it in. It's no, it's no big deal. Well, come on, dude. I was just saying, man, fuck. <laughs> I know, man. You're if I can turn back time, man, I can bring you guys with me. Thank you. <laughs> work, work on that down there. Down there. You're already, <laughs> already in the future. You got nothing better to do on lockdown but Turkish get-ups. Work on some fucking time travel for us, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys know, man. See how it goes. <laughs> you can't be that complicated. <laughs> I don't know, man. What could possibly go wrong in any sort of time travel? That's true. <laughs> oh, Joe, you got to help me out here, bro. What, with the time travel stuff? You're in the future. I mean, yeah. I'm stuck oh. in the past. So in order for there to be a time machine, I think it already has to exist in the future. I'll do my best. I don't know. <laughs> so let's get down to business then, Gorak. Since you're on lockdown and you're a super chef, what kind of meals are we making? What kind of what, What's the quarantine physique made out of, bro? Well, at the moment, I've been doing like some vegetarian vegan food. Hell yeah. I have been. Lately. Joe, I know Joe I, I could, just meat and blood. I know he's not. And just constantly, I switched my diet raw eggs. Yeah. Just, nice. you know, nothing but unpasteurized cheese, milk, butter. That's pretty much how I'm living now. Just straight animal protein. That's hilarious. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know he said, Joe's great, dude. You send me like these awesome vegan recipes and shit all the time. And I still need to try that. That drink. Well, remind me what that was. It was chia seeds and like yeah. syrup. I, uh, yeah, chia seeds, water, 
Well, uh, the juice of one lime, uh, let's see, uh, agave syrup. And okay, that's, that's cool. literally it. And it's, uh, it's called um, uh, Ischiate. And it comes from this uh, very, very remote tribe in the Copper Canyons of Mexico called the Tom, Tara Umara or something along those lines. And they're just these insane endurance runner athlete types that are like, that's just their whole culture around partying and getting super, super drunk the night before off of some weird corn mash and having a a big race that you kind of unites their tribes uh, in, you know, every so often. I'm like, they're just born runners. Like it's, it's wild. It's a really, really interesting story. I'm, I'm learning about in this book called born to run, uh, which is just incredibly fascinating. I need to check that out. I didn't realize that's where you got that from, man. That makes it all the more cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did try it out, uh, the other day I'd recommend giving those chia seeds some time to, uh, some time like overnight probably the best because when the first time I did it it was just a couple hours and uh the texture left a little bit to be desired uh because chia seeds get to be kind of eggy almost like frog eggs or amphibian or like uh fish eggs I know I know well bro yeah I yeah eggs on raw on the daily okay yeah yeah so they but like imagine just chugging like a thousand tiny little eggs and I don't know it's weird it was a little but it was delicious super refreshing um and it just was clean energy like it felt very it was invigorating like it felt like my I was just my, my nose was clear. My breathing was good. My heart was kind of thumping, but it wasn't like that coffee, like jittery and erratic yeah. sort of caffeine high. It was just this sugar spike from, you know, the, the sugar and uh, the fruit. And then just the slow fuel release of all the fat and the carbohydrates and the chia seed. And so it was just like this, bring you up really fast and then just sort of like level you out and keep you going. So fascinating, dude. Really it was weird. Super intrigued. I'm going to try yeah. it before a work. Do you think it's a good pre-workout thing then? I do. I did it fasted uh, for the first time. So that might be why I think that's it good move, was such an effective thing. Um, I don't like to work out uh, with uh, like food in my stomach. I don't No matter what I'm really doing. So like the most that I'll do is just have a couple of dates or uh, something like that just to kind of get some carbs and just a slow uh amount of energy and this is kind of uh you know it's a drink so it's kind of even better uh i think so i haven't tried it on a full stomach yet so i don't know if the effects would really kind of be the same it's because there's about 300 calories in just a cup because i mean it's fat and i mean it's carbs from the cheese and everything so yeah so you're getting a sugar spike and so your insulin levels just like shoot through the roof really fast and then like i said slow burn of those those slow carbs so i I don't know i definitely think it's a good move to do it faster then you know yeah i don't see the benefit of having food in your stomach when you do it really 
Right. So like I said, I'm going to try it at some point in time with after eating yeah. and then maybe going for a run, but I don't, you know, right now see the point. Keep us updated. For I'll, sure. I love experimenting with food. Yeah. Any, <laughs> anybody out there that wants more recipes, just write, write us in. We'll, we'll handle this on, on the Sabbath Sundays podcast with the chefs. What about <laughs> you? You ought to give us something good, man. What do you, what do you make, Gorak? Come on. I know you're vegan and vegetarian. Well, like what? Uh, well, yesterday I actually made like a really nice um, cauliflower and chickpea curry. See, this I, I knew I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't going to be disappointed in your answer, bro. There we go. It was a little bit more, a little bit spicier than what I expected. How I made it, but fuck, it was good. Curry, I like curry. Got leftovers, man. I'll I'll ship it over or something. Thanks. See how it goes. Hey, curry is always better a little, a little bit better the next day or two afterwards. So by the time it gets from Australia to Pittsburgh, I mean it's got to be just completely. Well, one month later, I like maybe like a month later, it'll taste fucking awesome. Hey. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Looking forward to it, boys. Well, thanks for joining again, my friends. You two are the most reliable, and this is the most fun anyway. I don't know if we're gonna let Mohawk Mandy back if she wants back. I think we're gonna tell her <laughs> just. <laughs> I'll just shoot her a message and be like, sorry. Sorry, this is working out just way better with the dudes. So yeah, we'll see. No, no she needs to come back soon. We got books to talk about. Yeah, man, we do. Yeah, we want her back. She's smart and we love her. So come back, Mohawk Mandy, but also I love you guys. Let's hook it up with a fist bump, Black Sabbath forever. Boom. Boys, I'll catch you boys next week. Gorak, I'll be in touch with you about flexibility. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I'm going to be awake anyway. So it's only 11 o'clock here. So I'm happy to chat for a bit longer. All right, bro. I'll text you. All right, buddy. See you, man. Later. Peace out, guys.